I'm just gonna act surprised like everybody else. Camden, Camden got the sauce, yeah. We did it. Kingpin, Big Drake, Made Men Radio Show. Big Drake, what's up with you, boy? What's going on, Kingpin? Happy, happy, happy as always to be with my family. I know, man. It, it, look, I have to I have to be sitting there when I start the show. I always have to remind myself that you can't hear the music because I be here in the zone and I've been to play the whole <laughs> track. You just sitting there in silence like, uh, what are you doing? I wonder when we're going to start the show. <laughs> yeah, I'll just be sitting here waiting patiently. <laughs> I'm over here bobbing my head. I'm like, yeah. And like, oh, he can't hear it. You know, oh, I need to figure out how I can get him to be able to hear the music so he can get crunk when I get crunk. <laughs> Bro, what's up with you, man? How, how your week been so far, man? It's been good, man. We've, uh, work-wise, we've started on our 2021 kids. So we're trying to get a jump on that. Grind, never stop. And looking at, you know, yeah, we, it's, it's, it's always something. You know, it's always something. The grind. But it's, it's still nothing like my last job. So <laughs> <laughs> that grind never, That's right. never stop. Yeah, people always, so, people always committing crimes, ain't they? And, and always. They, still, <laughs> they never stop committing crimes. I don't understand nope. that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, 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 uh, I, I'm sure it is nothing like that, man. I just came mm-hmm. off of, uh, so every three or every eight weeks or whatever, we had a duty. Uh, so one of the engineers is engineer managers is kind of in charge. Um, you know, if anything happens off work hours, uh, we mm-hmm. have to kind of step in and man, it was, we got one manager and this dude, I'm serious, man. This dude is like, he is like the black plague. Like anytime he on duty, like he's had like four plant trips while he was on duty. Like it, it's just crazy type stuff that happens with him on duty. And uh, so we were taking one of my guys out that had was retiring for a second time, and because uh, that was his last day. And I was like, hey man, can you can you cover duty for me for like two hours? I'll be right back. You know, go and take him out dinner. Then I'm I'm good. I got it back. And uh, so I I walk from his office like, hey, I'm I'm getting ready to leave. He's like, all right, cool walk to my office to grab my keys and I get like, I get two phone calls about something that's happening in the play. I'm like, are you freaking serious? I'm like, dude, wow. I gave it to you for like, I said literally five minutes and it was already the play already broke. And it was, it, <laughs> that was Thursday. I called it from Thursday all the way to Monday morning when I gave it back. <laughs> mm. I said, man, I said, mm-hmm. okay, I have proven that you are the bad, the weakest link. You are it. You are the bad luck charm. <laughs> I will stay as far away from you as possible whenever you got it. I ain't going to never ask you to cover me again. 
Because I, I, I right. end up working like 18, 18 to 20 hours on Friday and Saturday, too. I mean, Saturday mm. and Sunday. So, mm. uh, yeah, it was it was rough, man. And like I said, the culprit was I gave it to him for two hours. That was all it took. All it took to be able to touch it. And then <laughs> be messed up. Be messed up. Look, man, I know we're going to get into some sports things, too. And I had already told you the stuff we're going to talk about. But it just, it just dawned on me. Uh, I do want to make sure that everybody knows now that the race is down to a two-man race on the Democratic side now. And it uh, and two old white dudes just just gonna put that out there, uh, and and of, course, yeah, and, and of course, yeah, and of course, and of course, the incumbent uh, uh, Donald J. Trump, because uh, ain't nobody trying to run against him, man. Um, I, I we we don't talk we don't talk in detail policies and politics too tough, but I do I did want to go ahead on because it's a platform, and I'll say for me. I was a little excited. I was excited and nervous this year because for, for me, my, my personal opinion, I would like to see uh, Donald J. Trump be a one-term president, as they used to always love to say about President Obama, um, mm-hmm. b- because I don't believe that the country's in a better place than uh, under, under his tenure. Yeah, we may be doing better uh, economically, um, but but what did it cost us? I think it cost us a whole lot to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and so I was very interested on who would rise out of the Democratic Party. I don't necessarily call myself a Democrat. However, more of their policies align with some of the things that I, I would like to see for people. They may not help mm-hmm. me necessarily, um, but but they are what the, the thing that kind of touched at my heart the most. So I was interested to see kind of who came out of that that very crowded field at the very start. And then mm-hmm. over the last you know six weeks or so, it kind of dwindled down to where you really had Bernie, uh, Joe B, um, Elizabeth Warren, uh, Amy Klobuchar, uh, uh, Mayor Pete, and uh, and then the two rich dudes, Bloomberg and and uh, Tom. I call him Tom Sawyer. I don't think it's Sawyer. I think it's something <laughs> else. But <laughs> I think Tom Sawyer is a book. But <laughs> yeah. But I did. So I've been watching that closely. Um, and me and my wife laid in the bed one night, man, and watched the debates. And it, I mean, it was just pure comedy, but it was mm-hmm. also sad because I'm like, oh my god, like this is the only hope I got. <laughs> These cats on this stage is the only hope I got to beating Donald J. Trump. I'm like, boy, yeah. we in for a long road. Because uh, Joe B. sounded dog every time I hear. Now he didn't got better a little bit, I guess. Now, mm-hmm. like the last two weeks, but like the debates, like he just sound like a. He he's dog, he sounds so lost, like so old. So, like, well, I mean, like he, he is. is. Like, he is. <laughs> I mean, he's sound that way for a reason. He is. And it and they always have him and Bernie right beside each other, and so he sound old and lost. Like I can't remember where I put my shoes. Oh, they on my feet. Didn't know that. And then Bernie over there sound like, watch your old kids get off my yard. You know what I'm saying? Like that old watchman, <laughs> old dude. And then you got, you know, Elizabeth Warren over there, kind of that time was calling out Bloomberg. Was like, uh, yeah, well, let's talk about them chicks you said couldn't say nothing. <laughs> and he talking about what chicks? What what what, what exactly what women, what women are we talking about here? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's been a lot. Yeah. How many, which ones are we talking about? I don't, I don't know which one you're talking about. And then like, and, and and I didn't feel like the country, I don't care how this sounds, I didn't feel like the country, in a, in particular, out of the Democratic Party, in order to win, you're going to have to, whoever it is, going to have to rely heavily on the black vote. 
And I did yeah. not feel like Mayor Pete sounded the most composed, uh, had the most swagger, I think. Um, his, his communication style was probably the crispest and the cleanest, especially if I had to equate some toward, you know, President Obama's success. He sounded, his soundbite sounded the most like that. But mm-hmm. I just felt in my heart that, let's be honest, I didn't think African-American community was going to be willing to back him. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and and I, I didn't think we were progressive enough to be willing to back back him, uh, back a gay president, uh, can, presidential candidate. But mm-hmm. we didn't feel like they was they was progressive enough to back a black dude, you know, 10 years ago. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I, I ain't yeah. going to, you know, I ain't going to not. But again. I didn't feel like he had experience, but again, I say the same. Same thing was said about President Obama, um, yeah. and then Amy Klobuchar. I, I didn't. I didn't. She. She. I don't think she's ever registered a percentage of black votes. Period. Even in like her own city, like I don't even, like her <laughs> own like community, like the like where they like. I don't even think the nurse that delivered her voted for her. Like I mean, she never <laughs> registered a black person to vote for her at all ever. So, so, so now all of the all of the dust has settled, and it is the two eighty year olds. <laughs> and, and all I can see, Big Drake, is have you seen that clip where them two eighty year old dudes, one with the cane and one to walk and get to fighting, and they just tussle and then they both fall down. Yeah, and can't... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all I see when I see Bernie and Joe B up there is these two eighty year old dudes. <laughs> That's that's what we got. That's what we got. And, and Joe B. Bernie, like he he just running off Obama. You're absolutely right. That's the only thing Joe B. Got going for him is like, hey, mm-hmm. don't y'all forget now. I ran. With, I must be worth something because President Obama picked me twice to run with him, and yeah. that's pretty much the, the extent of his campaign. <laughs> has there has there been a situation where a president? Has run for two terms, but on his second term, he had a different vice president running mate. Uh, yes, that's how. If I'm not mistaken, that's how George W. Uh, George H. W. Bush got in. Mm. I don't think he was a. I don't think he was a two term. Uh, and I can't even remember who's was he on Ronald Reagan's. Was he Ronald Reagan's vice president? I think. You know, I don't know. Uh, I think he was Ronald Reagan's <laughs> vice president. Um. George W. But yes, I, I do think there has been um, people who have switched vice presidents, kind of uh, for the for the next upcoming campaign. So yeah, he was mm. he was he was Ronald Reagan's um, vice president, but I think Ronald Reagan had somebody different the first time uh, in there. I'll, I'll, I'll look that up uh, while we're talking. But yeah, so so that is there's all they they talked about that that may be a possibility for. Um, for Trump, dude. This and this is—I'm pretty sure I'm not alone in this, but I'm just gonna be honest. I don't even know who our vice president is. Uh, yo, yeah, you better know. Uh, P- Mike Pence, and he. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's yeah, right. he—he—he right. he, he, right. he the, he the cat you don't want in nothing. Yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> he that's actually right. he actually knows how to get stuff done, and it, it really could be uh could be a mess. Uh, if 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 he was ever kind of kind of put in in the spot, yeah, um, that's right. No, I, I'm sorry. No, George George W. was was his vice president two years. Somebody had somebody had a had a person that was uh they had a different vice president the second term. I can't remember who it was. Um, 
but they, you know, they talked about it. That made that make it possible to happen that Donald Trump is, um, and I forgot who they said he courting. Uh, is one of the female Republicans, I think. They talking about it could be a possibility because, because again, we talking about President Petty here, and, mm-hmm. and and President Petty don't don't you know Pence, Pence is playing the political game so that he can he can be able to run, I think. And so he don't always go all in or President Petty will go out there and say something stupid. And like within 15 minutes, Pence is having some kind of, you know, press conference and, and, and saying something different than what he like. Uh, yeah, that's not really what it meant. <laughs> you know, President Trump well, said, mean, oh, everybody can get the coronavirus. Say, if you want one, you can get one. Like 15 minutes later, Pence is talking somewhere and he's like, no, you have to be recommended by your doctor. Everybody can't have one. Uh, that that That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy. That is the perfect nickname for him, President Pet. That's it. That's one. He ain't let nothing ride. He, he ain't let nothing. <laughs> I heard. Uh, I heard. Uh, I think it was earthquake. Earthquake talking about. I don't care what y'all say. He's like President Trump is the blackest president ever has been. <laughs> like he said, he said, he said, look at the gangster stuff he done did and said, and don't care. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> like, like you think you gonna say something what, about me? <laughs> okay, it's amazing what money would do for you in this country. It is, man. you know. I mean, it just uh, it's. I just I want somebody in. It's, I, I don't know whom it could be or whom it would be because it seems like every politician has some type, you know, secret or secondary agenda just for them. That's you right. Know? That's right. Well, where are the people who really care about people and want well-being for other people? I, I don't think they exist no more, bro. Yeah, man. It's just <laughs> it, it's it's really hard to find somebody who they just won't. What's right? They're not. They don't have a second agenda. They're not trying to backstab. They're not trying to. Well, I'm gonna do this for this person so they can scratch me on my back later on. I mean, like this dude was right. Like it's it's really not hard. It, it seems this dude was right. It, it, and it seems it seems like we're asking for something so far fetched. But to your point, like yeah. it's not. <laughs> like yeah. help me all understand the why that's hard to believe. And cheating and all that. That's where it get. That's where it get hard because you gotta remember what lie you told. You gotta remember who who you who you promised this to, and you know I gotta earmark this. I mean, but that's uh, unfortunately that is the way of the world. And I think uh, so. I, I had to pull it up. Richard Nixon had two two different um, vice presidents. Uh, he had, we saw what happened to him. That's, what, that's exactly what I thought. Uh, he had Jer- <laughs> Gerald Ford was his second one, and uh, Gerald Ford after Richard Nixon got impeached. Of course, that's how Gerald Ford became president. Uh, mm-hmm. But so hey, that may be a good thing. Well, of course, that's Franklin Delano Roosevelt because he served for so long. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah. um, no, brother. I, and he, let, let me tell you the epitome of what you just said. So mm-hmm. this week they passed legislation to provide federal funding to come up with a coronavirus vaccine, right? Mm-hmm. So they passed the bill, bill passed. Well, it ended up passing, but it there was very a lot of tension around the bill because, mm-hmm. and again, th- this I'm not trying to lay this out being a political party difference, but it mm-hmm. is what it is. So the Democrats did not want the bill to go past 
unless it had language in the bill that stated if you use federal funding to come up with the vaccine, the vaccine has to be affordable. Mm. And the Republicans like, no, we don't need that language in there because then that may deter the uh, pharmaceutical companies from wanting to participate. Like, yeah, <laughs> like that is mind blowing to me. Yeah. One, well, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. one that people that have the ability to help people wouldn't mm. want to participate because I can't make the most money off of it. And mm. two, that I'd be okay as a legislator that that's okay that if they come up with it, they should be in charge whatever they want to. Yeah, I really think that is the, the biggest differences in the party. Like Republicans, they down for themselves and the betterment of themselves. And, you know, if if I have this money or this food, let's say I have a steak and I'm in this perfect. It's however you like your steak, if you got onions on, I mean, not onions, but a sauteed mushrooms on top and it's medium and or Parmesan, whatever it is, the way you like your <laughs> steak, you have the steak. And your fellow neighbor right next to you is digging in the garbage can for scraps because they're starving. So the Republicans are like, oh, well, well, you got to fight for yourself. Hope you find something. <laughs> but the Democrats are like, man, let me break you a piece of this steak yeah. off so you, so you can eat. Yeah. I think that is the, the main differences in the party. And one of my coworkers, he was, he's an older guy. He was a little worried. He said, man, I hope they, they find a cure for this, this virus. And I said, once the right person gets sick, Oh, they'll find a cure. You know what I mean? You said a key term. Be, uh, right. Once the yeah, right once person the gets right sick. Person gets sick. So you know you, you, you're dealing with, and this is and this is from my understanding. You have a a, be, a better international view than I have. This is why all of the the Nike shops and and plants over there are being shut down because it's it's mostly your, your common folk that are getting That's sick. That's right. When the right person gets sick, I <laughs> see. I, I think. All that stuff with the federal pay, I think all that's just verbiage and, and to, to put out and show that, hey, we're trying to do something. They already have an idea. I believe they already have a cure, but they may be trying to figure out how to uh, uh, administer it to the masses. And also, like it came out, do we want to administer to the masses or do we only want to make this a selective thing to where if you're rich or if you're we somebody... We make money off of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's always a hidden agenda, man. Always. And, and that's the frustrating piece of it. Because that's how I felt like with, with even uh, Bloomberg's you know, run. I'm like, why you want to run? Like, like you got in in the end, because literally, like, you let all this other stuff go on in, like, in the end, like, all right, here go five hundred million dollars. Let's let's go make this happen. Like yeah, you like you came yeah. in just to buy the vote. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, I, I ain't, yeah. I'm not for this you game right here. <laughs> I ain't with that, man. No, no, no. I ain't for the vote for you just because you got money. Because again, when you go look back over his track record, I'm like, no, nah, dude, you shaded. Like you you, I might as well keep what I got. I mean, that's really why I felt. Like, I might as well keep what I got because I don't think you know better. You, but but I think you're right. Well, I, I think you said it. He was either you or somebody else. He's the Democratic version of Donald Trump. Yeah, he was. He's the Democratic version. He's he 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 is, he is President Petty Democrat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so I think you're right. Everybody has a hidden agenda, man. And 
and, and like I say, like the the coronavirus. Uh, and then I did. I, I say I seen an article or something that said it seems like every time there's a presidential campaign election coming up, there's some kind of epidemic that comes out. And, mm. and I don't even think the government got would have got U.S. government would have got involved until we start losing money. So when it started yes. impacting the stock market, they're like, whoa, whoa, yes. whoa, whoa. I just lost hundred million dollars yesterday. <laughs> what do you yeah. mean they can't go to work at Nike? You know what I'm saying? What do you yeah. mean they can't go to the sweatshop? So, oh yeah, now we better go do something. And, and you know, go it, ahead. It, it just it drives me, and this is a personal thing that with me. Like everything is driven by money, like everything. And I, and I do get, you know, money. I mean, part of the reason, like I'm in Mississippi right now, and it's Sunday. Part of the reason why I didn't go home because financially it was best that I stayed here this weekend. That's so, right. But but money is not driving me to whether or not I should help people, or money is not a driving factor in my happiness. Now, I do agree. Once you make a certain amount of money, you know uh, your, your happiness could become a little bit better because you ain't got to deal with that <laughs> stuff. Stress you know, goes I, down at certain levels of my income. <laughs> yes, but. I, 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 just the way I'm built and the, and the way I'm structured, like you gotta pour into people and you gotta love people. Money'll come, money'll be there, but just the 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 foundation has to be the upliftment of people. You know what I mean? But that's that's not it, and it's I mean, it's, to, it's disturbing to me because I, you know, I don't understand. I do understand, but I'm like, why wouldn't you want to see other people do do well? But a wise man once told me, people do want to see other people do well. They just don't want to see them doing better than them. That's right. That's, <laughs> but you know, like, that's real talk, bro. Why wouldn't you want somebody, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's real, but I just don't roll that way. You know, I want, because I, I just have a firm belief that what's for me, I'll get, can't no that's man right. stop that. That's right. But if, if it's for you to be this billionaire, then Prince Kingpin, King I want that for you. Yeah. I want you to be a billionaire. Yeah. And I don't want nothing in return. No. But for us to just still be cool. And now and then, can you fly your boy out on the on the, on the plane so we can get on the yacht and go fishing? Yeah, I, <laughs> now, I would love a, a, a private jet experience. That's right. Now, you're yeah. Bringing, yeah. Uh, Come, I mean, fly, fly the plane fly on the Chattanooga and pick your boy up. Let's go, let's go yeah, fishing. I mean, but it's still really just so we can kick it. It ain't... <laughs> What's, what's the little saying they say get flown get flowed out be flowed out, out yeah i want to get flowed out yeah let's go fishing, <laughs> me out somewhere man yeah and i think i think you hit the nail on the head um i i don't i'll never let my income influence my character yeah and and, yeah. and i think i think that's what you really see man you see folks either when people people either have a lot or have little you really start yeah. to start to see what their real character is and mm-hmm. and what you're yeah. willing to do um, because of what so because we were watching um, Wife Swap uh, the other night it just the other day mm-hmm. it was on TV we hadn't watched it in a long time so I, I stopped when anything else I cared to watch on and um, one of them they exchanged couples and it was this woman she rich she never worked a day in her life they lived in New York City her and her husband he was a banker or something like that millionaire very successful mm-hmm. and this other lady she had two jobs. Uh, she drove mm-hmm. buses and she did, she chopped, she did some, maybe the second job was, every morning she got up at 5.30 and chopped firewood for the house. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't understand why she chopped firewood she had a husband, but maybe, yeah, maybe on, he maybe he slopped the pigs. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> so she chopped firewood every morning before she got in a bus to drive a bus route. 
And mm-hmm. uh, and this chick swapped swapped jobs with her. You know, she ain't never worked a day in her life. Now, of course, the mm-hmm. show always shows also, you know, the the insecurities or faults in the husbands as well. So, like the woman mm-hmm. who had the two jobs, he realized how much he underappreciated just how much his wife did. Because when he got this mm-hmm. new chick in, she she was like, man, I ain't gonna do this. She, 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 she like I chopped, she chopped that wood for for ten minutes, and she like man, forget this, and went on back in the house. She ain't drive that bus. <laughs> she didn't do none of that. It's so, it time to clean up. She made them when you know the rule change happens. She cleaned the toilet for the first time in her life. She's like, this is the most disgusting thing ever. I'm like you ain't never, you ain't never seen a toilet brush like ever. So, <laughs> so the rule change like she made, you know, she made them start cleaning up. And like I said, he really appreciated. He he realized how much he he didn't appreciate his wife, and so him mm-hmm. and his boys started helping out a lot more when she got back. But the the woman with the millionaire dude, he mm-hmm. was like, "I thought you welcomed the opportunity to be able to live a life like this." And she was like, mm-hmm. "No, I don't. I can't imagine not sitting around going shopping all day." And so yeah. like he made her, they made her go shopping. He gave her. She had like two thousand. The the woman spends four thousand a week on shopping. Oh, get out of here! They gave this woman two thousand dollars, and she went and they made her buy clothes, and she had to she paid for the clothes. It was like seven hundred and seventy dollars, and she literally was almost in tears when she had to hand that money yeah. to the to the woman uh, to pay to pay for them clothes. And she was like, "I I could not believe that I just had to give that over for this." Yeah. you know what I'm saying? And yeah. she was, and yeah. she was like, she couldn't believe. Her, so when she had the rule change, the first thing she did, she fired the nanny. She said, uh, uh, immediately after this meeting, the nannies and the housekeepers are dismissed. And the dude mm. looked at her like, what are we going to do with the kids? <laughs> like, she, he's, like, he's like, our kids? She's like, we're going to spend time with them. And like the woman had, the the, the rich woman, she her, and her thing was she said she at least tried to spend an hour a day with her kids uh, wow. if there was time. If wow. there was time. Again, she didn't do nothing all day but shop. Wow. <laughs> and the woman, you know, the woman that came from, from and, and the dude was so, the rich dude, he was so nasty to her. Like, mm. and, and she said, for the first time in show history, uh, like two nights in, she said, I'll do the, I'll continue on the show, but I'm going to go stay somewhere else. And she mm. packed her bags and went and checked into a hotel. Because he just was talking down to her. I mean, like she wasn't trash, dog. Like she was trash. Wow. And me and, and, and my wife said, I mean, Veronica said, you know, it goes to show you how people with money and because mm-hmm. of their wealth think or feel like they can look down on people. Yes. But in reality, yes. this woman here worked harder than he do. For yeah. real, for real. Like this woman, and then he looked, he was talking down so bad, like, how do you get up at five thirty? Maybe you should. Maybe you should at least do fifteen extra minutes. You'll be amazed at how much better you will look and feel if you got fifteen extra minutes of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like it was trash, dog. It was trash. He was treating this woman like trash. <laughs> like Trey said, you'd be amazed hey, how much you better so you will look and feel with an extra fifteen minutes. You should try five forty-five. <laughs> what oh, what would wow. that hurt if you got up at five point? <laughs> oh Lord, that's low down. That's low. And, and I would have thought I thought you were gonna go into the story of you know the one guy how he didn't value his wife as much as he should have. And I thought 
the rich guy was gonna be like, man, my my current wife really don't do nothing. This wife is is hard working and she wants to do this, but he had to force her to go spend money and talking about her talking about some old beauty rest. Yeah. I'm like, my goodness, you should you should want to go to the go and get your hair done. I mean, just talking like she trash because she was agonizing. And then the one time that like he made because she sent the natties and stuff home. And they mm-hmm. he, they had to cook dinner, and he was like, "We ate peanut butter. He, they had peanut butter sandwiches and something they had." But like the kids, I mean, everybody was enjoying it. He was like, I, "You know, how how dare we have to eat like pens like this?" Mm. <laughs> like yeah. it was no, it was bad. It was bad. Wow. But again, it's it's it's. So I think you know, like say, like when I hear Bernie talk again. I feel what Bernie's saying. I hear where he's coming from, but I'm like, dog, they gonna like they gonna they gonna take you out. Like if your yeah. stuff, if the stuff you wanted really were to try to happen, like Bernie, they gonna yeah. pick you off, dog. And the bad thing, it ain't gonna take much to pick you off. They don't literally actually have to send nobody to shoot you. Real all they gotta do is scare you real hard and you out. I mean, all they yeah. gotta do is send you to a haunted house, and I don't think Bernie make it out. So, <laughs> but but they gonna take him out, man. Like you yeah. ain't gonna go and force people. To to literally give away their money, no, because that no. it's it's the center of their world, and that's yes. that was the thing I saw in that like this man could not imagine how anybody else could live life without this being the center of what they they live their life around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he he couldn't yeah. imagine her driving. You know why why she had to have a job. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it yeah. was it was mind boggling to him. Yeah, it's sad, man. And he felt really like is. everything, everybody else that didn't have his life was less than, and only, de- and their only desire was to have his life. That's really mm-hmm. how he was talking to her. Like you yeah. just got given the greatest gift of all. You got to experience this life. My wife had to go down to yours. Like yeah. that was the curse. Now, at the end, <laughs> did anyone? I mean, were their eyes actually open? Were their uh, hearts changed? His eyes was open only to the fact of spending more time with his kids. Mm-hmm. But like at the end when they did the you know thing, like I was waiting and I would have expected old buddy the country dude to like mm-hmm. go and put his hands on old buddy. Like, uh, <laughs> like yeah. because he never really still apologized. I'll tell you this, his wife, his wife said, I can't believe you treated another person like that. Mm. But he never saw anything wrong with what he did. Yeah, yeah. He didn't see what the yeah. problem is. Now his wife, again, I think because she went and had to crack wood and all that stuff and, and had was forced to spend time with her kids because there was no beauty salon to go to and all the other stuff. I think she did end up seeing the value of the time and what she had missed from her family because their family mm. kind of rattled around. But old buddy, he was like... Man, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> mm. I don't have to respect her. You know how much money I made last month? <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that, that is that's a, a microcosm of how the world is. That make you want to send Ghost and Tommy. Let Ghost and Tommy go see him for a second. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he in New York. I got something for you. I got something yeah. for you. We'll fix that. Well, he can't send yeah, Ghost we'll no more. <laughs> he can't send Ghost no more. But... <laughs> But don't, don't, I hadn't gotten to that point yet. Oh, so, okay. I've been watching. You know, I, you, I told you, I told you, you I told Alyssa's, and I told my wife. <laughs> so I started. Um, I started a couple weekends ago. Um, okay. 
So last weekend I was able to go home, but the weekend before that, um, I stayed here. And that's what I did. I, I watched Ghost. So I got through three seasons in one day. Now, like, that's how much I watched. <laughs> you said three seasons in a day. <laughs> three seasons in one day. So I started off that Saturday. When I went to bed Saturday, I guess technically it was Sunday morning. Oh but when God. I went to bed Saturday night, I was on season three. Like midway through season three. Season three, episode four, episode five. Oh, my God. That is funny. So I've been getting it in. I see. You're getting it in. I, I had been watching it. And you know it had been so long since I had seen it. Yeah, I'm go like, catch the back up. Way if I can re- yeah, let I me mean, just start from square start, one. So yeah. I started from the beginning, <laughs> and I once I you know got through season three. So I actually may have when I was originally watching it back in the day when it was only coming on once a week. Yeah, I think I might have been season three, episode nine, like close to to season four. Right. So I, I didn't see a good bit of it, but. You know, now I'm on season six. I'm on the final season. Okay. I'm on episode two or three. So now I've been able to to talk to my wife about it, which has just been a pleasure for her. So we'll be she like, back and I've forth. been I've been waiting. Um, I mean, yes, to, to yes. kind of tell me, she like tell me what happened at the end, so I don't I don't talk too much. <laughs> yeah, she like, well, tell me where you are, so I don't I don't say the wrong thing. Because a couple times she like, babe, I ain't got to that point yet. Why well, thought you said you was on episode so so? Like I am, but I hadn't got to that point in that episode. So when you <laughs> fit when you finish this one. Then you got to go ahead and get that uh, Kings of um, um, Godfather Harlem. Now, is that on Stars? Uh, no, it's on Epics. Epics. I don't got that. I think it's in the. Uh, ain't you still got the got the other app on the on the stick that I got for you? Yeah, well, yeah. Let me. Matter of fact, let me look at that now. Yeah, because if you because I'm looking, I'm like in my mind. Power is one of the greatest shows ever written. Power right? is. And I, I, p- people need to watch House of Cards. House of Cards is, is it's a good show. It's yeah. a good, like, to me, in my mind, House of Cards is the greatest show I've ever watched. Okay, okay. It's that good to me. Okay, okay. Power and, oh, man, what's the other show that was on HBO that was really, really good? Where, where, where America discovered, um, what's the good-looking black dude that all the ladies like? Who's from uh, Great Britain? Idris, Idris Elba. Idris. He, oh, you talking about was, uh, the the, the he, drug he, dealing show, The Wire? Yes. The Wire. The Wire. I never watched The Wire. I never watched The Wire. That's a good show. That's I never watched it. Now, now, see the the thing, the difference between The Wire and like Power. Power has been hitting from point. Wire, it kind of take a little while for you to understand because it's so well written. And there's like different codes and stuff. It take a while to kind of figure. Oh, so so that's what's going on. But once you figure it out, you're like, whoa. But also, there's one or two seasons in there that it's like, uh, this season was kind of a wash. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, Paul, you ain't got that. So, ain't so got no sounds best. like the Wire took a lot more time to, to fully develop their characters. Yes, because because yes. power doesn't. I mean, you kind of know who you got really fast in the character. Really quick. It only takes you, you, you an episode or two to know what type of character you got. <laughs> yes, correct, correct, correct. <laughs> and they play their part from that point forward. Now, yeah, correct, man, yeah, correct. you you gotta you gotta catch Godfather Harlem. I, I won't put it in the power category. It's not. I mean, it ain't the greatest like that. It's it's just I like Godfather Harlem because it has all a lot of elements of power with historical truths in it 
So you be I like, man, you. I wonder how much of that is like, is that really how that dude was? Like, is that really how that relationship was? Because I've caught yeah. myself Googling people back. They're like, hey, who was that? And then I read a little bit. I'm like, oh, okay, that's what, is that really how that happened? Because I remember yeah. just this headline, but I ain't remember how that, if that was how that happened. So, so that's why I like Godfather yeah. Harlem, man. God, Godfather and Harlem. I am a, I am a, a huge Forrest Whitaker fan. If Forrest Whitaker plays this role, it may yeah. be the best role I've ever seen Forrest play. Forrest mm. played Bumpy. Forrest plays Bumpy. Like I, I think if I see Forrest now, I'd probably think Bumpy first. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like yeah. that's Bumpy Johnson. I, yeah, he he plays that role, man. He he is the truth in that role. So now, is it is it E picks now or just regular E picks or? It should like be under just all? regular E picks. And if not, there's a couple of new apps I need to make sure yours has on it. Is there a way to to upgrade the doggone um, storage? Because you know you download apps, so you gotta. Delete this one because of storage and no, and I'm I'm experiencing that on one of my other ones. Now I've put I put uh micro SD cards in them, and you can move some apps to the micro SD card. You can put a micro SD card in these things. Yeah, it's on the side. It's a little old bitty slide on the side. I ain't paid no mind to that. And you can put up to like a 34, 32, or sixty four gig micro SD in it. Oh, that's gonna help a ton. Yeah. I need to go get one of those today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, slide your little micro SD in there, and then you can move some of your apps over to. And then I, I you know, I go through and figure out I right, which ones do I have to pay for, so I don't really use. I delete them mm-hmm. apps all, and uh, but I think I got one. I got uh, a TV, a cube. That I think I'm about to call Amazon and let them. Sometimes there'll be some stuff messed up in the in the um, in the, and they had to push you an upgrade or uh, update or something. To fix some mm. of the storage stuff too, but yeah, mm. ch- ch- check out the the, the uh, Godfather Harlem man. That was that that was that was. Fun. Now, did you watch? When, look, we supposed to be we. I tell you, <laughs> people that tune in us, they were like, we just listening to their phone conversation. That's how I but feel. That's why they love. Now, did you watch Spartacus when it was out? Oh yes, yes. I was gonna say when you start talking about greatest series, I'm like Spartacus is up there in my top five all time greatest agree. series. Spartacus was agree. Spartacus was the truth, bro. <laughs> I, I, I wholeheartedly agree and second that. Spartacus was the truth, man. So, uh, family, I'm sorry. You know, again, y'all y'all just have to live life with us. So these are the types of things that we enjoy in life. I, mm-hmm. I shared with some of my my leadership team. We did an offsite Friday. And uh, our secretary had us send in two truths, um, two things people may not know about you. Uh, and so mm. one of my share was, I'm deathly afraid of heights. However, I've, you know, I've rock, rock jumped out of uh, in Putacana, I've parasailed in, uh, in Cancun, and I've ziplined through the, through the jungles of Costa Rica. And uh, so that, that was cool. Uh, but the other one I shared with him that nobody guessed, um, that it was me, and that that um, up until only a few years ago, uh, I I watched Young and the Restless religiously. Yes, yes, you did. <laughs> and I told him, I said I even got my best friend hooked on watching Young and the Restless while we were in college. Yes, <laughs> I said we yes. would have nights when I recorded, and then he'd come over and we watch we watch uh, two uh, episode or two, uh, and that was prior to DVR, and so I, then was VHS tapes. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yes, yes, yes. I said, Victor Newman is one of the greatest characters of all time. I don't even know his real name. Anytime I see him, his name is Victor Newman. When he dies, I'm going to go try to make my way to Victor Newman's funeral. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean, I believe it. You ain't playing. Uh, I'm not lying. <laughs> when, you know, when I, when I, the time I was on The Price is Right, when I called my grandma and them after getting off the show, the first thing I said was, I saw Victor Newman today. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. by the way, I was also on The Price is Right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah talk, talking about that. Uh, so, let's get into some of these sports, man. I did want to talk a little bit. Um, we are we are not just a football show, so we are going to start talking about the NBA now that all the football is wrapped up, except for the XFL, which has been good football. We've said it. If y'all ain't watching yes. it, y'all miss yes. good, good football. Yes. But uh, so the, the Washington Redskins, so we saw all the commercials leading up to the Super Bowl uh, about the young lady that's uh, uh, the assistant, one of the assistant coaches on the 49ers team. Uh, well, this offseason, uh, the Washington Redskins and uh, – What's their coach name? Old buddy from Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why you struggle with that, but you're struggling. (laughs) Your arms was getting me. Rivera. Rivera. Ron Rivera. (laughs) Hired the first, uh, uh, a second female, first African American female uh, to be one of his uh, assistant coaches, man. Um, what's your thoughts, man? I'm always happy to see double minorities just get a shot. <laughs> she's a woman and she's a, a, a black woman, so I'm I'm, I'm happy. I'm, we we can't continue to think because someone is female or someone is not the majority in a particular field that they don't know what they're talking about. Only thing I'm gonna tell you is. Paul Feinbaum has had one of the most uh, the most successful sports talk shows uh, in the la- over the last ten to fifteen years, and you can tell he ain't never played a lick of ball a day in his life. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you look at most of the people, a lot of the people that work for ESPN and some of them other places, them, them cats ain't never played no ball, man. So Correct. it doesn't take you having had played the and but these I think both these these young ladies have have played. Some some semi-pro ball in some shape, form, or fashion. Uh, but it does not take a person having played the sport or the position to be able to be become successful in understanding the X's and O's, understand how to get the most out of talent, and understand how, how to uh how to develop and engage people. And that's mm-hmm. what the yes. those are the marks of a great coach. Uh, I heck, you it didn't you didn't you have the tight ends when you went down to um did you have tight end somewhere? One of your spots at um at a uh, board ball when I very first got there. That's what I was and outside linebacker. That's what I thought. And uh, mm-hmm. you you ain't never played tight end or outside linebacker. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not. Yeah, yeah. I became a quarterback whisperer in 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 uh, little league. I ain't never played quarterback before. I'm a lineman. That's all I know is being yeah. a lineman. Uh, so I am excited to see see these young ladies get an opportunity. Uh, a, a big fuss has been was made on one of the shows I was listening to. Uh, so this week, you know, this year, uh, Coach Popovich. Now he's had Brittany. Uh, not and her name ain't Brittany. Uh, and it's Sue Bird or something? No, nah, it ain't Sue Bird. It's another. She's she was a successful player and stuff too. Um, mm-hmm. 
it's the lady, uh, golly, man, I cannot think of that, uh, NBA coach. I cannot think of her name right off. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I was looking up real fast. I thought I was. I thought it was going to be quick. Becky Hammond. That's mm-hmm. it. Becky Hammond. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, on his bench for like three years now. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, this year, David Robinson, I mean, not David Robinson, Tim Duncan joined his his coaching staff. Really? Yeah. So, Tim Duncan's joined his coaching staff. And so, people got in the uproar because, you know, Becky coached the, uh, coached the, the summer league team, coached them to a championship. They won it one mm-hmm. or two years. Well, Coach Pop got he got kicked out of a game one time this season, and he mm-hmm. looked down the bench and gave the clipboard to Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm. And then on back to back of a double header on the road, he stayed out one of those games, and Tim mm-hmm. Duncan filled in as the head coach. Mm-hmm. So people got in a little bit of uproar. It's like, hold on. So Pop was talking all this, changing the game and how we think. But the minute now when you bring old buddy in, now he has superseded this woman who's been a successful coach for a large portion of her career, not mm-hmm. just an NBA, and now is one of your top assistants. But when you hand the coaching reign over, you hand it over to the person that just joined your staff this year. Just join coaching mm-hmm. this year altogether. I... <laughs> well, you you know I'm different. <laughs> For one, and, and and this is this statement, and I'm just being honest. This statement is gonna be unlike Quasi Drake, but I'm being honest. So many times this happened to black people in reverse. So now that the black person is getting a chance, I don't feel sorry. <laughs> Because it's, right. it's happened to me. That's why I'm not in law enforcement. That's right. Anymore. That's right. That's you know? right. That's right. Um, a, a, a guy of lesser talent and lesser value, lesser, lesser education, uh, uh, lesser um, attributes, everything was just put over me. So, I'm, to, 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 I'm, whatever, I'm cool with it. But also, also, we are not in the inside and know what's going on, maybe, just maybe, Tim Duncan is a better coach. It, at least for running the team. Correct. Yeah. And also, I mean, he did set the standard by hiring her. So so now he's getting criticized for how he runs his team. It's still his team. That's right. <laughs> like, hey, you, do, you do know I'm the one that hired, right? So, yeah, it's, it's still his team. You know why I was the one that able to be in the house? Because it's my team. <laughs> I'm able yeah. to do it. I do what I want to do. If I don't want her to so, be, the, if if I get a clipboard to somebody else, if I gave the clipboard to Mickey Mouse, it's my prerogative. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's his team. It's his team. And you know, the the, the coaching world is is you know is just different. And Tim Duncan may just have the ear of the team better. Because of who he is, he is a San Antonio Spurs legend. You know, he's an NBA legend, but you know, it means a little something different when you play for the. You know what I mean? He he he's San Antonio Spurs through and through, all, all day. That's the only team he ever played for. And Pop may have been tugging at him for years to come help out and to come be a coach. And he finally said yes. 
and I feel like that's probably what had happened. That he, he, yeah. he because he probably I think Pop probably saw something in him before, even mm-hmm. as a player, and said, "Dude, you have what it takes. I've been I've been in this game for a long time. You got what it takes." And again, and, yeah. and, and I think so. Your comments kind of open eyes too. You're right, and and but he, here's the other piece, and this is the thing I don't like that people do too. Mm-hmm. Just because. I may pick someone else. It doesn't mean you're not equally qualified. Mm-hmm. So just because he get a clipboard, the gate clipboard, to Tim Duncan, that don't mean he thinks now less of her. It yeah, just made that way either. Yeah, it just made, I, I, it I makes what I think if, about him. I think if she couldn't coach, I don't, I, you know, I don't think this was a publicity thing because obviously she's been there for several years. That's right. But if she couldn't coach, I think he would have fired her. Yeah, and he wouldn't. She wouldn't be coaching the summer league teams. And all this other Correct. stuff. He wouldn't. She wouldn't be in the practices with him. You know, running Correct. running practices. Correct. I don't think Nick Saban thought Jalen Hurts couldn't play, but mm-hmm. he couldn't deny what he had in Tua. Correct. It don't mean Correct. you're a lesser talent. It just means you're not. Maybe I see something different in this dude right here. But yeah. that don't mean I, I don't I wanna, no, no longer see that you're quality. You're not quality anymore. I, I want to just state for the record that in my situation, that's it exactly was, what happened. That was, that was, yeah. <laughs> He, he he just got moved up because he was white. He, 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 I had the superior talent. I had the, the superior education. You I just had didn't have experience. You just didn't have a superior had, skin. That's it. That's it. I want to make that clear because I know some listeners are like, "Well, sound like that's clear." No, 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 no. Two different things. Not not in the same case. <laughs> no, not at all. Not so at all. so speaking of the NFL, uh, they have a have a collective bargaining agreement discussion that's in in vote for the four players now. We've been listening to this for about a week and a half, I have at least, going back Mm -hmm. and forth. Um, Most of your high-profile players uh, are against this collective bargaining agreement. And this comes to question again about the money's piece. It's easy for for me, uh, for Aaron Rodgers, you know, who who makes 18 – no, Aaron is at – Twenty-five million a a year or something like that. Um, to to be able to say we need to hold out, this ain't the right contract for us, and all this other stuff. When you got cats mm-hmm. who, they, you know, the the average lifespan uh, of NFL player of most NFL players is what three to four years. Yes, I'm gonna get three to four years worth of checks. You to play 17, 16, 18 years at the highest end of the spectrum. Now, suppose this new CBA, again, it does add 17 games, takes away one or two of the uh, preseason games. That was a big snafu player saying, it ain't about our safety if you're trying to have us play an extra game. Um, however, it does for the it, – it adds, I think, two or three more roster spots on the regular roster. So it went from, like, you know, whatever it was to, like, four more spots. And it mm-hmm. moved the base – Pay minimum pay, I think from like three hundred seventy-five thousand up to like five hundred thousand or something like that. Hmm. And some of the top players though are saying, asking these, begging these guys, don't vote no for this. Don't this ain't in the best interest of y'all. I'm trying to look out for y'all, young guys. Mm-hmm. Marcus Pouncey, I don't remember if it was Marcus or, or the other brother, even came out and saying, look, if y'all worried about y'all card notes or y'all rent or stuff, come holler at me. We gonna take care of y'all. We ain't gonna let y'all fall. But this ain't the right deal for us. Mm-hmm. It's easy, bro, for you to tell me what ain't right for me when you ain't you ain't hungry. Yeah. 
You, you, you mean <laughs> it's I watched on Get Up because Jeff Saturday was on there, and Jeff Saturday he used to be in the he was uh, one of the, he was like the vice president of the NFL Players Association. I think. He, yes, the yeah. Players Association. He was just talking about how those deals are structured mainly because there's only a very small percentage. So making it to the NFL is a very small percentage. That's right. Well, the guys who really get the money, and we see all the time on the, the, the Sports Center ticker and the ESPN scroll that such and such has got this money. You know, it's only a few select guys, quarterbacks, and uh, maybe a top wide receiver or defensive end. But the people really making the money, it's only 5%. Of the one percent that goes pro, the most of your NFL guys are two, three, four-year guys, and that's it. And the amount of pain and work and the taxes on your body, it, it, it goes without even speaking about that uh, CTE and all this other stuff. So, and most of you guys that do make it pro. What backgrounds do they have? Where do they come from? So they are tasked with taking care of an entire family. I'm not even talking about their family as far as their wife, their kids. I'm talking about their grandmother, their mama, their cousin, their auntie, mama, sister. They're tasked with doing that because (laughs) everybody else is not a little poor. They're under the poverty line. They're extremely poor. So those guys have to take care of everything because they can I agree. So, you know, <laughs> Jeff Saturday was saying because um, they were uh, responding to the the tweet that um, dang it, uh, are you talking about some in for the uh, Texans? Oh, JJ Watt. JJ Watt. JJ Watt sent a tweet, and he was like, you know, because he is a, a top player in the league. He shouldn't be doing that. He should be talking to these representatives so they can lay out each piece of the of the agreement and that's what happens a lot they see a couple things they see 17 games they see this oh this deal is crap but they hadn't actually folded back the layers and understood each piece that goes on and Jeff said like this is a good deal if I was in the NFL right now I would be willing to sign this then there was another guy I think Dominique Cromartie. whatever his name is Cromartie. is it Cromartie is his last name Cromartie hit the cornerback no it's, still- no it's like Dominique Wadsworth or Wordsworth or something like that okay Anyway, he was also saying, like, yeah, this, this deal is not bad because it's for your, your mid to bottom tier guys that are not going to make those big contracts. This is going to help them out in the long run. And it's going to create more jobs because everybody knows if I'm on that, that fine line, I may need that extra uh, uh, preseason game. And I know they're going to cut the preseason game away, but they're also going to give you an extra game game, so they need that extra check, and they're going to add more roster spots. So it's, it's I can't see both sides because I'm not in the situation, <laughs> but I would think that once again, go back to our previous conversation about politics, you know, the, the best deal for your common man, because uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers ain't going to have to worry about money, ever. Brother, I pulled up while we were talking. So, you know, Aaron Rodgers re-upped in 2018 for another four years, $136 million, But he mm. still had two years on his his original five-year, five, five, uh, five year, $110 million. 
in 2018 when he signed that contract, Big Drake, Aaron Rodgers, cash money, got paid $66.9 million in 2018 because they gave him a $57.5 million signing bonus. Mm. So 2018 alone, he got $66.9 million. And then that's, 2019, that's, he got 15 nice. million. 2020, this year, he'll make 21 million. Next year, 22. And then 25 and a half million for 22 and 23. Mm-hmm. But I shouldn't sign the deal. Yeah. I mean, you got 66 million in one year. Then put 40 million aside for all the players that make under a million dollars that mm-hmm. if we go to a lockout, they can petition or, or put a voucher in for you to cover their mortgage. Yeah. How about how about we do that? I mean, put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. If you believe yeah. that strongly that this is a bad deal for these young guys, help cover for them so that yeah. they can afford to stand with you, with you that got the money already, to go against the owners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but but they ain't gonna do that. No, that, that's not no, 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 that's no. not. And I heard well, and they may just be putting propaganda out there to get folks to go against it. But supposedly, some a lot of the owners won't want them to vote no because they feel like they gave up too much. <laughs> 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 they like I, I want eighteen games. I want seventeen, and we gave too much money. I think we could have got them for less than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the roster to expand from two players. So right now the league minimum is 53. It'll go to 55 uh, with 48 of those players being able to dress uh, for games rather than the current 46. So you get two more to your point, you get two more checks and they get um, they'll the play, the, the practice squad to go from 10 players to 12 and then eventually to 14. So overall that's six more NFL paid positions across every team, across 32 teams, right? That's what, 180, yes. that's right at That's right at 200 additional players that'll be able to get in. Yeah. I, I'm Rookie salary cap expected to go up by $100,000 across the board. I mean, I, I can't, I'm, I'm, and that's why I wanted to talk about it because again, you know, like we talked, it's easy for cats at the top to yeah. be able to tell the majority Cause that, I mean, that's the microcosm of what we have in the country today. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the top one percenters, you know, are able to set and tell everybody, uh, or try to, what they, uh, you know, what what they felt like is the, uh, what what everybody else should be thinking of doing. Cause they they run, mm-hmm. they feel like they run that portion of the world. Correct. And and when they tell everybody what they should be doing, it's still. For the benefit of them. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Hey man, you should be doing this. This is really gonna help me out. <laughs> what? I, I don't understand why you even down there, man. What, what? You ever thought about? You ever thought about this? <laughs> no, yeah. I hadn't, because that don't help me. Why? Why would I think about that? I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, it would help me. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, yeah, it'll, man. it'll help me. I mean, if you was really. If you really, if you really looking out to help somebody, you can you can help your boy out a whole lot. Yeah, <laughs> man. So, oh man, mm-hmm. no, I'm with you, man. All right, man. So, uh, switching gears, NFL. So we did have a combine too. Um, uh, all uh, pro days have started this week too. So uh, I started seeing results coming out. 
on the different pro days around. Um, I meant to send y'all boys a picture uh, from from Auburn's pro day. Uh, look like some mm-hmm. of them cats cats caught wind. Uh, I was impressed with some of the numbers I saw. Um, mm-hmm. So some of the people you expected to do well. Uh, Noah Eagle 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 the the quarterback. I can't pronounce his name. Uh, <laughs> he, he ran a he ran a four four seven. Uh, so, mm. so gonna make some money right there. Uh, Cam Martin ran a four five three, uh, so he got at it. Uh, Daniel Thomas, I think Daniel Thomas, well, that's the safety, wasn't he? Wasn't he the safety mm-hmm. for us? Daniel Thomas ran a four five four forty. Um, okay. Will Hastings, what you what you think, white boy? Will ran, man. I bet you he ran a four five. Four five flat. Four five flat, mm-hmm. man. Will Will ran a four five flat. He he is a perfect. Uh, um, New England well, Patriot, uh, New England yes. Patriot slot receiver. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> perfect. Um, some of the other people that ran the forty. Uh, oh, I was impressed with this one. So, Big Sal Canella. Uh, mm-hmm. now Sal weighed in. Sal, I didn't realize he was a dog on senior. Yeah, man, because we ain't throwing the ball. Yeah, Five years, so four years even that we ain't throwing the ball. Sal was six yeah. four. Uh, six six foot four. Six foot four inches and three and a quarter inches. He weighed in at two forty two, and ran wow. a, and, and ran a, uh, put up twenty on the bench, twenty reps on the bench. That's good. And, and ran a four seven three. That's strong, bro. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a little on the slow side. Slow on the slow side. Well, for, but for but a wide I, but a two hundred forty two pound wide receiver. He ain't gonna play wide receiver in the league. Well, yeah. What are you gonna play in the league? He's gonna be in the tight end. He's six four. He can put on another twenty pounds easily, I think. Possibly. And he and he did know, twenty on the bench. But you know, Clemson had that linebacker that ran a four three. Oh yeah. But 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 you can't and he you, was six four, six five. You you can't you can't measure you can't measure beasts and goons. I mean some 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 <laughs> things you just can't. I mean Sal's a good player, that dude's a goon. Two different things. Yeah. Two different yeah, categories of players. Good. So yeah. <laughs> when I he saw put, that. My jaws. Yeah, like, yeah, bro. Jesus. Yeah, that was that was nasty. Uh, I see Sal. I think they're gonna bulk Sal up a little bit and put him at uh put him at uh, t- uh tight end. Cause old buddy yeah, that ran that. tight end for us. You remember? Uh, well, you again. You wouldn't know this name too much because we didn't throw him the ball. Uh, but JJ Wilson, uh, he came in as a halfback slash tight end for us. Six, see, he went only weighed in six two two thirty nine, and he ran a four eight three. Mm, so yeah. I do think I think Sal I think Sal will add another ten to fifteen pounds. Mm-hmm. Even if he had two two ten pounds, bro, six four two fifty two. Yeah, that's tight end. Now yes, four seven four seven three for a tight end. That's pretty that's pretty solid. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and he had a he had a thirty three inch vertical. So, um, <laughs> uh, that that the Noah the cornerback he had a forty inch vertical. Mm. Uh, which is which is pretty impressive. So yes, it is. Anyway, good good numbers coming out of the combine. Uh, the linemen were okay. Uh, did decent on the bench. Uh, Mike Horton, I think Mike Horton played guard. He played guard at a center. I think Mike Horton was the guard. Uh, he only put up 20, 20 reps too. So Sal Sal put up more reps than even the uh, than the lineman. Yeah. And uh, Prince. Man, Prince is short. Uh, I thought Prince. This got to be wrong. I thought that boy was like six seven. This say six six foot, three hundred pounds. Uh, yeah, that can't be right. I think he like six seven. Yeah. Um, 
and and big. I thought and somebody been lying to us all this time. That's what I said. I thought somebody else was bigger too. <laughs> yeah, they been lying the whole time, all that time. Um. So Derek Brown didn't run. He stayed on his numbers. Marlon Davidson didn't run or do anything. He just weighed in. Uh, Nick Cole didn't run. He stood on his time as well. Um, now, what what did those guys? Did they actually participate in the combine? Because I, I yeah. saw Nick Cole, but I missed uh, Marlon and and Brown. And D. Brown. Yeah, both of them participated in the combine, and that's okay. that's why they stood on their numbers from the combine. Do Do you have those or remember what they ran? I don't remember what. They ran. Um, I thought I had. Let's see, AU. Um, I thought I seen somebody had posted them. I want to mm-hmm. say D Brown. Um, he had decent numbers. I mean, they weren't. It wasn't spectacular. Um, okay. Okay. Hold on. This. Let's see. No, that's Marlon Davidson. Yeah, Marlon uh, Davidson ran a five five flat in the forty. Was tied for 29th out of 38 D linemen. He did 21 on the on the bench press. Really? Um, yeah. 6'3, huh. uh, 303. Uh Nick mm-hmm. Cole, 6'4, uh, 280. He did 21 on the bench press. He ran a 4'89. Huh. But mm-hmm. but they got him listed as a linebacker. Um Noah, he improved his time. Uh, Javaris Davis got in. He ran a four three nine, but he five mm. eight though at cornerback. Mm. Uh, D Brown six four uh, three twenty six, and it ran a five one six. Um, it, but he he did twenty eight on the bench, twenty eight mm. reps. Um, his st- he's one of those his st- his stats ain't gonna blow you away. Yeah. Cause he, I don't, I mean, he's athletic because of how big he is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah, Prince is wrong. At the combine, Prince rate measuring six five, six five three zero eight. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, that, that don't sound right. Some, somebody that ain't right. Um, that's a big difference. That's that is five inches. That I mean, is that's a big difference. difference. Now that was some cat man. Uh, that's some brothers. Both of them boys over three hundred. They ran four eights at the camp. Mm, that's nice. <laughs> both of them, they both D linemen. Um ran ran four eights coming coming out of the uh out of the camp. And then um Henry Ruggs from Alabama ran that four two seven forty. Mm. So he 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 ate he ate that lunch up. Now see some of the best tight ends, the top tight ends coming out. Harrison Bryant is a top tight end, played for Florida Atlantic. He ran a four seven three. Um mm-hmm. and that's that's the only dude they had listed out there. But I can see old buddy being the tight end in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think that's I think that's where where his money gonna be made at, is he yeah. can get in there at a, at a tight end position. Um, there was some. Was, I'm trying to. I was trying to see that the cat that. Oh, Navelle Gallimore from Oklahoma. Uh, now he weighed in at 300, 300 pounds, and he ran a four seven nine. Hmm. So a three hundred pounder putting that four seven nine. That's moving. Yeah, that's yeah, moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and then Isaiah Simmons. That's the dude you were talking about. Uh, ran that four three nine. Yeah, at like two feet. That linebacker was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that ridiculous. That don't make no sense, man. So none whatsoever. A whole lot of cats earned them some money. Uh, at the, I like to go to the combine, man, just to see that experience. 
Like I like oh, to get yeah. tickets to go for a weekend just to be at the combine. Yeah. To to watch cats oh. run and just just kind of see what that 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 aura of presence feels like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was gonna say let's do that one year, but what's gonna happen is I'm gonna be at work. I'm gonna be working that, and I'll just I'll just put you on a list so you can get in. For that's, free. And that's all we gotta do. I just buy my plane ticket. That's all we need to do. Yes, you that's working it, it that's and it. you you hook me up with a press pass, and then I come and I'll tape live from the combine. I got you, baby. I got you. <laughs> I mean, we got to get into some, like I say, we're going to let the folks know that we are multi-talented. Uh, we do cover more than just NFL. Now, we stop short of hockey and baseball. We don't do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I have started wrapping up my baseball. NBA game. I've started. Well, one I'm, thing about, about basketball, the Astros are some cheaters. <laughs> so, I, so, I, so let's talk about a little bit of baseball. What do you think about, so they, they've been warning people, don't be throwing at the Astros. And people have been saying, F that, I'm going at his head. <laughs> <laughs> In the first two weeks, Astro players have been hit 11 times. <laughs> In spring well, training. <laughs> well, keep in. The, I can only compare it to, uh, you know, it's, this is a serious note, but I can only compare it to how we keep getting, which we've talked about, Unarmed black men keep getting murdered. That's right, and nothing happens to them. Nope. So whether it's right or wrong, people say discuss that. I'll take this people, in my own hand. Yes, people retaliate. Yep. So if the uh, the um, commissioner, Major League Baseball, yeah. yeah, if the commissioner had set forth the right punishment to the players, I think this wouldn't be happening. I, and then the players, they're like, well, I mean, they did an investigation, they didn't find nothing. It, it, it really didn't have no effect on the game. And none of the players admitted that they did it, but everybody knew yeah. you did it. Yeah, like, come on. Okay, you, so you're going to be arrogant with it? So okay. You, you, you're like, yeah, I cheated and what with it? Yeah. Okay, bet. I saw that pitch on ESPN. You still wearing that ring? Okay, all right, okay. Bet. bet. Who up? Got it. Fastball yeah. inside. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like Mm-mm-mm. the first, first first two weeks of spring training, these boys had been – it was like eight or ten times already they had been hit <laughs> by pitches already. And I it was like, sorry, uh, uh, is that a lot? I'm like, well, the next closest team is three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, the next closest man. team is three, and y'all have been hit like ten. So I don't I don't know how you want to say that or whatever, but <laughs> we pitching at that head. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't, I don't feel sorry. Whatever. And I do. I, I'm with you. So they penalize the owner. They penalize the GM. They penalize the coach. They penalize mm-hmm. they penalize a player that retired and became a coach. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Old buddy had retired, gotten a coaching job at another organization. They like, yeah, we're gonna have to let you go. So, so yeah, everybody yeah. got penalized except for the players. They still rocking around, rocking rings and t-shirts, talking about national champions. I mean, World Series yeah. champs. Yeah, man. You think we for the pitch at the head, bro? Yeah, we for the pitch at you. And I think the players could have done. I think again, had you seen some level of remorse, some. Just a little bit. A little bit. It's a little bit, though. Like, man, look, I fought my... And you can lie about it. I don't care. Said, man, I really... Yo, I should have had the the boldness to be able to stand up and say no. 
I knew this was wrong. Yes, yes. You know, everybody in the locker room would lie and said, I didn't participate, but I knew it was going on. Now, I'm going to know y'all all lying because somebody had to do it. Everybody couldn't have said, couldn't have been not participating. <laughs> but at least acknowledge that you did not do what you're supposed to do. And then uh, Big Poppy said, uh, well, let's talk about the dude that told that did tell on everybody. How this snitch going to get away with that? Like, like really? Wow. <laughs> what I feel bad for is the snitch that told. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> yeah, you going to tell after you got your ring? Now, understand a little bit where Big Papa come from. Big Papa saying, now, you told after you got your ring and you the one, you didn't tell while it was going on. Mm-hmm. Like, if you really wanted to show courage, you should have stood up and said something while you were in the locker room. Yes, yes, and, yes, and yes, I, yes. I I agree a little bit on that, but I'm yes. like, but a snitch, big Papa, come on, man. I mean, <laughs> but you yeah, guys so, were cheating. Yeah, they won a World Series. Yeah, bro. So do you think you know, they should be stripped of the World the Series? Yes, I feel the same way about the Patriots. The Patriots have been caught cheating so many times. Patriots are cheating. Yeah, they have to pay a fine. And yeah, whatever, whatever. It's all good. And every time they just come up with a new way to cheat. That's it. That's yeah, it. like they get better at cheating. And you wonder, but like, well, how long did you do that one? Until you got caught. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, they caught us with the balls. All right, all right, what's next? Uh, had, did they, hey, did they catch the video camera guy? No. I right, keep rolling that one, then. Keep rolling that one. Keep, like, <laughs> <laughs> have they have they found the cameras in the in the visitor locker room? No, they ain't found them yet. All right, keep it rolling. Keep it rolling there. Yeah, we good. We good. So, no, nah, I'm with you, man. I that I, I think they should have been. I think they should have been stripped. Um, I think each player that was on that team, should have been fine a set number of games. That didn't have to be a whole season or nothing like that. But I think every play and they don't all didn't didn't you didn't have to make them serve the time all at the same time. But I think everybody should have been suspended like five games or something that had to be counted for by the end of the season or by the all star yeah. break. You know what I'm saying? You could have did something yes. that at least made folks feel like, all right, you didn't let these dudes just get away with cheating. Yes. Cause they yes. feel, I think that's what the, that's what other teams feel like. Y'all just let them get yeah. away with it. That's all you need. I mean, nothing happened. To nah, them. nothing at all. So, but I was, as I was saying, man, I, I got got started getting my little NBA game up, watching watching the games a little bit. Uh, big weekend for for the Lakers. They had the uh, they had uh, the Milwaukee Bucks and, and Giannis on Friday, and then the day they got Kawhi. Uh, and Paul George coming. Uh, well, I was supposed to say coming to the house, but who? Which one of these teams is the road team? I mean, they, <laughs> they both play at the Staples Center. Uh, right, right now, LeBron James is playing at a level to be his age, and for as many years as he's had in the league, I think he's accomplishing feats. I don't. I mean, I don't think we ever seen before. Well, I know we ain't never seen it before. Yeah, <laughs> and I think he gets penalized because he's been doing what he does for so long. I don't understand why people don't like him. I don't either, man. I, I, I out of all the people not to like, and there's a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of. There them. was there was one year that I wasn't a LeBron James fan, and that was after the decision. Yes. Yep. In in. And he acknowledged. To, to, <laughs> yeah, he said, I, 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 I was playing a villain and I'm not a villain. And I apologize for my actions. And, and so, because they went to the championship that year and lost. Yep. But it was, it was something different about LeBron. Like something wasn't right. 
And then the next year when they won, and the reporter was asking, you know, what do you think the difference was? He just talked about how he made a change in himself to be a better person. But that's the stuff you want to hear. That's 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 to me that's that's worthy of being a role model. You know, somebody took some self account and looked themselves in the mirror and made a change, their heart changed. But he does great things in the community. He put his boys on, sent them to college. But yet people I don't I don't get it, man. They can't stand it. They it. hate it, man. <laughs> they, yeah. they hate LeBron. <laughs> I, I, I personally wouldn't matter at the decision because my thing was okay if you had a choice to have your dream job in in your dream place and with your best friends who wouldn't take that come on let's I mean come on let's be Drake, real. that's like that's that? like the people at my job getting mad if XM came and offered me and you a full-time radio show gig I'm out yeah it's a wrap. Yeah. Deuces. Holla. I ain't giving a two weeks notice because I don't intend to ever come back. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Keep it. I thought we had more than that. You thought wrong. I'm sorry. We gone. I love you. <laughs> sorry, Pimpin. <laughs> it ain't even got to be serious. It can be Food Network. It can be ESPN. <laughs> it can be Fox Sports South. <laughs> Dude, it could be PBS. If PBS Kevin say <laughs> made me a radio show, we want to put y'all on deuces, I'm out. <laughs> Absolutely right. Absolutely right. It's a wrap. I'm gone. It's a wrap. <laughs> and 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 you know the thing I think and it's it, you know what? I equate this to and they're, they're different, but I equate this because the personalities are different. But you remember we saw the same thing with Cam. I'm like, nobody can even hear about the stuff he does do positive because yeah. you hate his persona so much, you don't care. Like, you don't, don't care. care. <laughs> you don't care how much this dude is in the community. You don't care about how much he impacts kids. You don't care about none of that stuff that he does. Yeah. You hate him yeah. so much that you refuse to look at anything else. And I'm like, this, this dude, LeBron James, this man built a school. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. he went back to the hood he's from. He left, figured out how to be a championship winner, be a champion, came back, brought a championship back to the city that had never won a championship in life ever and probably never will win a championship again in life. <laughs> <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah. It, let's not let's talk about how he did that. <laughs> He did that by taking the current NBA champion who had his team down 3-1 all the way back from 3-1 to beat these Cavs. Yeah, yeah. Like, this, like <laughs> if, this was, if this was Tim Duncan, we're talking about a god. He's a basketball mm-hmm. god. If this was uh, 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 John Stockton, if this was Jeff Hornacek, you know, we're talking about immortalized. Yep. And then I even add this about the decision. I didn't like the hoopla and kind of it kind of seemed all about LeBron, and that's, and that's what he said. He didn't like that. But people always forget. You do know why he did the decision, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. No, not even about leaving. The reason yeah, why he yeah. did the sports thing, the did the whole ESPN thing, bruh, 
He did it at the Boys and Girls Club that he grew up mm-hmm. at, and all the proceeds went to the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah, fundraising. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. He like, everybody in the world wants to hear what I'm going to do. I'm going to use that to make some money for the kids. Yes. I, I mean, this this man has has a vision beyond, I believe, anything we've ever seen. I agree. I think when history writes his story, he'll go down next to the greats like Muhammad Ali and Jim Brown as in how he impacted the community and how he leveraged his celebrity status to make the world a better place. I agree. I agree. I I mean, (laughs) so I said all that, say, you know, the, the conversation is around whether or not he is playing at an MVP caliber level. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and so the the first test was this weekend was Friday night when he took on Giannis, who is who is by Caesars Palace bookings, the head and shoulders favorite to win his second straight MVP. Okay. Okay. He's like a minus uh minus three thousand. Like if you place mm-hmm. a bet, <laughs> you're gonna get only like thirty cent off a dollar or something like that. Uh like three cent off a dollar if you bet on him to win the MVP. Mm. <laughs> that's that's how much of a favorite he is. Um, and so Giannis did what Giannis do, but still LeBron came out with the win. Now the talk coming into this weekend was LeBron and them hadn't been able to beat any any top five teams. They was one in five against top five teams. So they knocked off Giannis, and then today at 3.30 they tip off against uh, Kawhi Leonard and, and Paul George. Um, mm-hmm. My question is, who, you, who do you say is coming out of the East and who's coming out of the West? What's your thought? Or have you got just watching them yet? Um, I, I watch a little bit of basketball. I'm not that huge of a basketball fan. I, I do, and I, I was explaining uh, to my wife last year. No, what, what was it? I can't. It was not. It was sometime this year. But we were talking about the NBA draft versus the NFL draft, right? And I'm like, you know, football is an American sport, like. It is the premier sport in America, but basketball is a national sport. Like when people in the Philippines and in China, like, like they love NBA basketball. That's, they do. That's really, you know, they do. Don't get quite football, but they love <laughs> NBA basketball. I mean, it, it, so, it's life for them. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It really is. So I watch a little bit of it now. I I, I do like Milwaukee. Milwaukee is tough. It, man, it, I know I'm jumping, but it, it really is amazing. And I know they've had nothing but injuries. It's amazing at how fast the Warriors fell out. They had a lot of injuries, though, bro. I mean, they had nothing but injuries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like they lost they, Kevin they, Durant. They, <laughs> but, I mean, let's not forget, they were in the NBA Finals last season. Yes. And they're, they're the worst, worst team in the team league. The NBA right now. They're the worst. <laughs> it's the same. And here's the crazy part. I think as an organization, they good. They like, we straight. Yeah, like, we're going to figure it out. Wait till our guys get back. Yeah, they, that's what they like. Only thing is, so they like, so we took a season off. We're going to get one of the top three picks in the NFL dra- NBA draft. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. we were able to flip this dude we got as a, in, in the trade, you know, on the signing day. We was able to flip him and turn that into another good piece. Not not a Kevin Durant, but a good, a very solid player that complements mm-hmm. the rest of our team. And like I said, we got like two draft picks that we're going to sit and wait on. 
And, oh, yeah, FYI, Curry going to go and come back so he can make sure he game ready next season. Yeah. And like, yeah. Like, they sitting there basking in it like, oh, yeah, oh, everybody think we gone? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm expecting yeah. Steph Curry yeah. to come back next year. Him and uh, – oh, I can't call his name right now. Uh, what's our buddy shooting guard? Um, Trey, uh, it's uh, Thompson, yeah, Clay Thompson, uh, Clay, Clay, bruh. I expect, uh, I expect Steph and Clay to sit up shop in the corners, and I ain't talking about the corners <laughs> by the basket, I'm talking about the corners at half court and just pool. <laughs> <laughs> Every time they come across half court, they're gonna pull, dog. They're gonna pull. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna come back. It's it's gonna be nasty. I don't know if anybody's ever shot 60% from the three-point line. I think when Clay Thompson come back, he's gonna shoot close to 60% from the three-point line. I really it's believe possible. he gonna come back and it's gonna get nasty next year. <laughs> it's, it's very possible. I ain't gonna say they're gonna win it, but I'm telling you, you like you're gonna have to figure out who you guarding. I think some yeah. teams gonna elect to just double him and Clay and just leave everybody else free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna double Steph and Clay and I'm gonna put a center in the middle so they can't dunk on it. That's the only thing I'm gonna yeah. do. <laughs> and then they got Draymond coming back. And then Draymond to be out, be back side. Again, I think I think the Golden State Warriors is, is okay with sitting out, sitting a year out so that they can get fully healthy, uh, pick up these assets. Uh, and, and build uh, a solid, you know, kind of solid future going going forward up in that man. But I want you. I, I I do like watching Boston. I think I said it from the get go. I thought Boston got better losing Kyrie, swapping Kyrie, and bringing in Kimball Walker. Most definitely, he fits that system so much better. He's not trying to be. Most definitely, I don't. I don't see. I think it's gonna be funny to watch next year to see what Kyrie and Kevin Durant do together. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I I just don't. I mean, they already set the groundwork. They defied the coach. They fired the coach this week. I'm, I'm gonna be interested to see who they bring in because I think that's gonna tell a whole lot about um, what's going to go on next year with the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets, depending upon who they hire yeah. as a coach. But I, I do believe, uh, to me, I think there's no. I think it's a clear cut out the West. I don't think anybody gonna be able to contend with LeBron and AD. I, I have zero. I've never had any faith. As long as we've been doing the show, I ain't never had no faith in James Harden ever being able to win anything. Nah, period. He, he he had these these great regular seasons, but when it comes down to the get now, it's almost like he disappears. He give you he'll give you forty seven points in game two, and then he'll average twelve in the rest. <laughs> I, I mean, he, I just don't think he ain't got he ain't a killer. He ain't a killer. He a killer as long as it ain't playoff time. In regular season, yeah. Yeah, as long as it ain't playoff time. <laughs> and and all you did was add now I did somebody I seen an article the other day was saying who's the most um uh under underrated players in the NBA. I do think Russell Westbrook is one of the most underrated players in the NBA because of his total uh, game. But how is he underrated? I mean, we're talking about a guy who has won the MVP. Yeah. And he still Ooh, averaged a triple-double two more seasons after that. And people still I, – I don't think people give Westbrook the, 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 his due, due just, man. Like, mm, I got you. I, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think he's seen as 
Cause you know, well, even Kevin Durant, you know, Kevin Durant talking about I had to go to go to a team where people actually knew how to shoot while I was around, you know, more talented folks. Like, yeah, like dude, the, the dude you on your the, on that squad averaged a triple double with thirty points a game. Like, you do know Oscar Robinson's the only other player in the history of the NBA to ever do that. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, and, and folks was okay with him. So like, oh yeah, no, he right. Like, no, that's he's not right. I don't, <laughs> I don't agree with that. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? This man ain't he ain't Clay Thompson shooting the ball, but again, the man averaged a triple double, and, yeah. and to be able to do that, looking like he looked, I'm just saying. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I wonder. You know, again, he he puts me a lot in the mind of Catfish Casale. Uh, I wonder if they're not brothers. Oh, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, I, I do think the Lakers coming out the West. Um, I think the East is going to be something to play for. I, and and again, and that's that's even with in the same building. I like the team. If anybody can beat the Lakers, it's gonna be the Clippers. Mm-hmm. I I just think AD becomes the big the end up factor. Yeah. I, who guards AD? I can agree with that. Because because again, you know Kawhi Kawhi beast and Kawhi gonna be able to guard LeBron. They gonna I think they're pretty much cancel out. I don't think mm-hmm. I think Paul George same way. I think Paul George has disappeared when it came crunch time. Yeah. So I don't I don't know who's gonna show up, and we don't know what AD is in crunch time because he ain't never been there. And I think the fact that this is his first time get a chance to get there, I think that boy gonna gonna be a killer come 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 crunch time. I I can agree with all that. And, I can agree with all. <laughs> and and you do know Houston Houston has decided to go go all in with this small ball lineup. Houston does yeah, not have a person. No, Big Drake. They don't have a person in the starting lineup bigger than six six. That's insane. <laughs> like he taking it to a whole nother level. He ain't got a player in the lineup. Again, the 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 uh, the Warriors played small ball. They had some centers come off the bench. They had a center in the starting lineup. But when crush time came, Draymond usually slid down the center. But again, Draymond still six nine. In in a in a go in a in a in a wildebeest down down low a silverback down low, mm-hmm. he could defend people. He got them long arms, um, so I mean he he was able to play top centers. No, Houston does not have a player in the starting lineup over six six. <laughs> I think they only got that's like insane, two players man. on this on the roster that's over six eight. <laughs> that's the same. <laughs> so, I I think the big the big tickle is going to be who comes out the out, out the east. Um, hands down, Giannis should destroy everything, and mm-hmm. I believe if Giannis doesn't come out of the East this year, I think that tells me a lot about who he is and what he is. I, well, I mean, they, he he ran into Kawhi last year. He had what uh, his first two two games were, were pretty doggone decent, and yep. then. Uh, the, the head coach made a pretty wise decision and, and, and put Kawhi on him. <laughs> and everything changed. <laughs> everything changed. I mean, so, I mean, it's, it's, to me, it's not like he just disappeared. He had the premier defender of the league defending him. Who's, who, I, only thing I'll come back against, who's 6'7", and Giannis is 6'10", that moves like a shooting guard. Yeah, I, I mean that's, I'm like, ugh, I, and that, but there were games when it did appear as if he just he disappeared. 
Like yeah. to to average, you know, to have eighteen points in the game. Like, dude, you like you are. Giannis is a freak, man. <laughs> he is appropriate to name that Greek freak. I mean, this boy is a beast. Now, mm-hmm. the other thing I, I don't think I don't know if they got enough depth all around. Um, talking about the Bucks to be able to compete. Yeah. Um, I think Philly's out. I don't Philly Philly got two them them two cats are nutcases. I don't I don't think they'll ever win that together. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are them they, two. That, that Joel Embiid is is a certified nutcase. I think. I don't know what's wrong with that dude. I don't man. either, man. He'll be laughing, and then he'll talk about you know they're right when they're joking on me. I got to I got to play. I got to play. I'm the best player in the world. And I got to play like it every night. And and then the next time he, I mean, it'll sound like you want to cry. Like I don't, I don't. He's a nutcase, man. He's a certified nutcase. I agree. Uh, Something <laughs> right with him. He he probably got some mental health issues that he he needs to address. You know who he reminds me of? It just came to me. Ron Artest. Oh, yeah. You remember Ron Artest yeah. used to be like that, man. Yeah. Ron Artest yeah. would say, I can guard everybody in the league from a, from, the, from the point to the center. He was like, I'm unstoppable. And he he was right. And then the next game, he was he was hugging everybody and crying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you never knew what you was going to get. Like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I was – you know, I would not be shocked if they pan down and show Ron Artest at the end of the bench in a fetal position, sucking his thumb. <laughs> and I believe Joel Embiid is the same way. I would not be shocked. You pan down Joel Embiid, them getting beat by thirty-two, and he laying on the side at the end of the end of the bench in the fetal position, sucking his thumb. Yeah. And the light-skinned dude that refused to shoot threes, just sitting there looking like he zoned out. <laughs> when your point guard won't shoot a three at all. Like when your point guard has been in the league three years, he is talked about as one of the better two way players. Talked about in first team All NBA, and he just hit his first three in the summer league this year. Yeah, certified nutcases, man. And they gonna get rid of Markel folks talking about he was nuts. No, dog. It may be something in the Philly water. <laughs> you may be, man. I'm just saying. It absolutely may be. Remember, this is the same one, same water that made AI said practice. We talking about practice. You right now. You know <laughs> something that <laughs> Maybe you something in Philly, something. man. Maybe something in Philly. Uh so I don't know about folks trying to go to Philly to play. You may want to watch that. If you start, hey, we start we we get one more test case. Remember Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler like a whole different person now that he left Philly. Yeah, yeah. Now he started choking right. people in Minnesota, but he went to Philly, and then he's sitting on the bench mad every day. I mean, he a whole different person. He down in Miami with a whole team of bums, and they bowling. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Tell you, you absolutely right. Uh, it, who's the coach up there in Philly? Because uh, is it Brett Brown? Right. Ain't it Brett Brown? Is he still the coach? Because they were talking about they were talking about if Brett Brown and Elton Brand don't do something this year, they probably both gonna get fired. Elton Brand's the general manager up there. Really? Yeah, yeah. Did they, not know that. Yeah, they went and hired Elton Brand as general manager. Certified net cases, man. I'm just saying. Cause they got all the talent, man. They're they loaded do. with talent. Like, like he, <laughs> let me ask you a better question, okay? Mm-hmm. Based on. Star again. Now the league has been broken up to great duos. Mm-hmm. Give me your top three duos you would play with on NBA jams. 
You got me that thing, man. Uh, I mean, I think Jordan Pittman got to be number one. No, no, I'm talking about just in the league right now. Oh, all okay, my teams right now. Okay. No, our teams right now. Because everybody got a I mean, solid it, duo. It, it, it got to be LeBron AD. Got so, to be. I think LeBron AD is in the top. When I when I thought about this question, I was like, yeah, LeBron AD will probably be one of them go-tos. My mm-hmm. only concern would be LeBron's ability. I don't think I got no three-point shooters right there. I had to take it to the basket every time. LeBron can knock down a three. He can every now and then. I think on NBA jams, mm-hmm. he'd probably be rated a 50. I don't think he'd be over a 50. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you another one I think will be a solid one. Giannis, okay. and, Giannis and, and Chris Middleton. Yeah, that'd be real good. Chris, I, I, I was going to say that next. Chris Middleton probably be about a 90 on the three-pointers. Giannis yeah, would be off the chart with everything other than threes. You have yeah. Kawhi and Paul George. I don't think I'd play mm-hmm. with them, though. I don't think I'd pick them. Mm-hmm. They kind of both are the same player. Um, you know who I like, man. Who and, and and this is they, they, they don't necessarily have a, a dominating big guy, but I really like um, I like McCullough and and um, uh, CJ McCullough and um, and uh, Dame Dame Dollar Dame Dollar Dame Dollar. Yeah. Now you take oh, a you I'm take a, a fan of him. You take AD and he swat shots on him all day. If we talk mm-hmm. about NBA Jam, he yeah, all had to do a stand at the rim. Yeah, both of them are not. You know, both of them are uh, uh, small guards, small combo players. guards. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so, yes. so you had to pound. I tell you another who would be a good matchup: Luca and Christine Porzingis. Oh, that'll be really good. Yes, I agree. <laughs> That'd be a good matchup. Uh, you'd have, of course, you have Harden and James and, and, and Russell Westbrook um, on NBA jams because you could take injuries off. You'd have Kyrie Irving and 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 um. um Kyrie and, and, and Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd have would you have Steph Curry and Clay Thompson or Steph Curry and Draymond? You gotta go Clay and Curry. I would. And I just shoot your lies. I, I shoot your eyes out. <laughs> when I come across has court, I'm pulling. Yeah. <laughs> if if you mess around, let me get on fire, it's a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. I'm trying to think who. It, so again, you'd have a nut job. You'd have the nut cases out of Philly. You'd have mm-hmm. uh, you'd have a uh, uh, old buddy in Embiid. Um, I'm trying to think of any more top duos that probably would come to the top. Of course, you'd have like either uh, um, Zion and um, I don't know if you do Lonzo Ball or you do uh, what's old buddy that came from L.A. The other dude, the. Um, uh, like, oh, you talking about a little uh, skinny, powerful uh, dude? Yeah, real, real skinny. <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah, he weighs he like, he weigh seventy nine pounds. Uh, God, dog, what's he that? He's sixteen. He's sixteen. <laughs> seventy nine pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so you had you had him. Um, I think that maybe most of is that all the teams I was thinking of that had dominating duos. I thought about it. I was like, man, they, the way the league is set up right now. I'm like, this is perfect for NBA jams. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> this is perfect for NBA jam. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that, right. that's most of. Uh, but like I said, I, I think ultimately, I probably, I, I think I probably had to go with LeBron and AD. Gotcha. I, I, I don't think, I don't think there's a, another. I think they are. 
the most now again, the playoffs is gonna tell us everything. Mm-hmm. Uh it is funny to me that now the season start, before the season, there was a whole lot of big talk about them hiring Lawrence Frank. Is it Lawrence Frank? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, Lawrence Frank. And how that uh, dynamic will work with Jason Kidd on the bench. You ain't heard a single word about the 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 question the coaching staff since the season started. You're right. You are right. I don't you think right. I don't think that'd be the same thing had they hired Jason Kidd as the head coach. I think too much it, too much will be made about the storyline about Jason Kidd. I think Lawrence Frank know, is like I just want to make sure we win. <laughs> and you know they wanted to hire um, Teron Lue as well too. They wanted to hire Teron Lue. Yeah. Well, well, had well, hired LeBron. him. LeBron. Wanted, yeah. <laughs> wanted Teron Lue. So I, I think I, I think nothing else has been said. Uh, so I think I think the the Lakers made the right hire uh, in going after after Lawrence Frank. So yeah, so again, and and and, and so we may try to I may try to remember to put this out there on on social media uh, on Instagram Instagram page. Who would be your your who would be your uh, NBA jams starting duo for what team Ooh. would you play with? And then I'll take that question a little bit further. Who would be your all-time duo, uh, and who would you play with? Again, yeah. For for me, I'm probably I'm probably taking. Uh, ooh, I don't know. I say I take Mike and Scotty. However, I know what you're gonna say. I know what you're gonna say. Who I? I know what you're gonna say. Can I say it before you say it? I know what you're gonna say. Don't say it. Who you think? Kobe Shaq. You gotta look at that Kobe Shaq. Boy, you got. I'll give you one more out of that Laker dynasty. What about Magic and Kareem? Mmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, boy. Ooh, Kobe Shaq. Would you take Kobe Shaq or Scotty and Pippen? I mean, uh, Michael and Scotty. <laughs> Scotty and Pippen, uh, the same person. <laughs> yeah, same dude right there, bro. Um, I don't know, man. I really don't know. Um. Ooh. I, I just think with with Kobe Shaq, like every every form of basketball is covered. Yeah, you can do anything. Yes, like outside shots, paint, defend, yep. pass. I mean, like everything is covered. And you look at ratings; they would have to have Kobe rated at a minimum. The most he could be is like three points less than Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying. So that they have they those two players, rating wise, would be almost identical in every category. Yes. yes. And so the fact that would come down is Shaq versus you know Scotty. I'm telling you, I think I think, ooh, I don't know, boy. All the time, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's gonna, I'm gonna put that out there for y'all folks, man. Yeah, that's a tough one. Come, come back, go one. through history. Tell me who, you know, ooh, Tim Duncan and and and, and Tony Parker. Mm, mm. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I mean, you got some. You got some. Gary Payton and Sean Kemp. They was on the original uh, NBA jams. Yeah. <laughs> John, John Stockton, Stockton Carl Malone. Malone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Hakeem Olajuwon and Sam Cassell was on there too. Yeah. So we'll put that question out there, man. See what we get 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 from the folks, man. Uh, I think again. I, I do like this better than the super teams. I feel like there's more possibilities across the field. I do mm-hmm. think in the end, the cream will rise to the top, but 
I think you can tune in to just about every NBA game now and be thoroughly mm-hmm. entertained. Yeah. yeah. There are very few teams, even if they're not good, there are very few teams that are trash. Uh, right yeah. now, because even you know everybody thought the Raptors would be trash when when Kawhi left. Dog, Siakam, Siakam mm-hmm. was like, bro, I, I've been waiting for y'all to dip anyway. <laughs> 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 Man, truth be told, I've been waiting. For, I like him, I love him, praise God. I'm glad I got a ring. But I've been waiting for the dude to dip anyway. He was holding me back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, again, yeah, there ain't no. T- there's only one trash team in the NBA, and that's the Knicks. <laughs> and, and the Warriors. I, I still – Steph coming back this week, so I still tune in and watch him play. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> yeah. The Knicks have no hope. There's no. There's nobody coming. There's no Calvary on the way. Uh, it's not going to get better. Uh, the Knicks is trash. <laughs> they are pretty bad. Yeah. They trash. Dog, I'd rather go – and pay to watch the Atlanta Hawks play than the Knicks. At least the Atlanta Hawks got Trey Young. Yeah. Who who is on the dog on Knicks team? Funny you should ask. Uh, <laughs> let's let's go to the roster of the Knicks. The Knicks starting uh the let me I'm almost sorted by stats too so we can actually mm-hmm. see who's actually productive. So, mm-hmm. the person leading the Knicks organization with 19 points a game is Marcus Morris. Mm. The second person is Julius Randle. Okay. okay. RJ Barrett. They picked him up. They drafted him this year. Bobby Portis. Alfred. Uh, uh, go, go back to RJ. Now, you know, coming out in the draft, everybody was talking about how RJ was gonna was gonna be a better pick and had more upside than than the big freak. They just they must have meant just not this season. Okay. Okay. <laughs> RJ only averaging 14 points a game. He didn't play it all season and uh mm-hmm. five rebounds a game. Uh, but I think he's shooting atrocious. Uh RJ Barrett, yeah, he's shooting 33 32% from three points. They thought he was just mm-hmm. gonna light it up. And he he's shooting 40% from field goals. So that sucks from field goal, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And 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 the beast. He, well, he has the, the greatest percentage of in the paint scoring. Like, if you get yeah. to him in the paint, he's going to score. Yeah, it's, it's automatic. He He's as close to 100% as possible. <laughs> he's a, he would be a 99 in the paint on uh, NBA James. <laughs> yeah. On Duncan, he'd be 103. <laughs> <laughs> you right. So, they got Marcus Morris, right. Julius Randle, AJ, RJ Barrett, Bobby Portis, Alfred Payton is the starting point guard. Who is that? I don't even. I ain't never heard of a dude named Alfred. <laughs> Come on, Alfred. Milton. No, Alfred. E. Alfred. Alfred. Oh, dang it, man. <laughs> uh, Mitchell Robinson, Reggie Bullock, Maurice Harkless, uh, Damian Dotson. Yeah, that's that's the team, bro. Mm. Oh, Todd Gibson. I think Todd Gibson is like eighty six. Taj Gibson been in the league so long. <laughs> Taj Gibson been there a long time. He is another looker too, boy. He is a looker. <laughs> <laughs> the only dude on their whole team, they you know they got Dennis Smith Jr. who was dunking on everybody when he first came to the league for the Mavericks. He went to mm-hmm. Knicks, went to Purgatory. <laughs> he on the bit so far. They don't even call uh, his name during lineups, man. He don't even go through shooting drills. I don't think. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
That's bad, bro. Yeah. And then they got the yeah, no, they the Knicks are horrible. The Knicks are trash. Uh, Charles yeah, Oakley went on the radio true. and said that the NBA should force James Dolan to sell the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you know, supposedly this week they 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 <sighs> Spike Lee said they harassed him. Wait, what do you mean? Oh, it was a big snafu, man. So so there was some big ruckus last week at the at the Knicks game uh, about with with Spike Lee. They show mm-hmm. security over there talking to Spike. And everything, mm-hmm. and so uh, James Dolan came out and said, "You know, to say that we harassed Spike Lee is laughable." Spike uh-huh. said, "We told him not to use the employee entrance to use the the dedicated VIP entrance." Spike Lee said, okay. "Y'all ain't never told me that. Y'all ain't that, did nobody ever tell me to start using that entrance." Spike Lee also said, "Spike Lee said I've been coming through this door right here for twenty years." Yeah, because I've had season tickets for twenty years. He also did the math and said that's well over a million, uh, ten million dollars worth of ticket sales that I've had that I've given y'all for twenty years. Wow! And all of a sudden, I'm supposed to go. He said, also, this entrance, this employee entrance, is a is a half a block from from where I live. the The entrance y'all telling me to go to, I got to go two blocks around to go in. Mm-hmm. 20 years, I've been coming through this door right here. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to tell me I got to go out the door, go around two blocks to come in another entrance. Yeah, like, what's, what's the big deal? Like, why? Because everybody Jim, know who he is. Because Dolan said he don't, they don't want him using the employee entrance. I'm like, he is an employee. For real. Like, for real. He's an employee to pay y'all. Yeah, for real. Yeah, dog. So Spike said he ain't going to another game this season. I, mm. I did like how he said he said, I ain't going to another game this season. Like, I ain't going to leave. But <laughs> I just ain't gonna, like, I'm not missing nothing because LeBron had already played. Everybody I wanted to see to play the rest of the season already, I ain't coming to another game. <laughs> yeah, man. He, so Charles Oakley petition uh, is saying he thinks the NBA should step in and make, make Dolan sell the team. They were like, because <laughs> he's like, he, he he essentially said, we are that trash that uh. <laughs> the NBA should make this man get rid of the team. That's how trash we is. <laughs> and they are trash. They are trash. They are trash. They are trash. And they've been trash for some time now. They have. And it does not appear to get any be getting any better. It seems to get be getting worse. It is. It is. It It is almost as if they are the coronavirus of the NBA. <laughs> yeah. It's only getting worse. It's becoming an epidemic of losing that it does not appear that they have a cure for. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe Charles Oakley's on to something. <laughs> He's like, it's bad for the brand. That's what Charles Oakley's point. He said, with an organization this legendary, it's bad for the brand for them to be like this. Yeah, he said. And the only stories you hear coming out when they're in the news is about stuff like this. He's like, it's about them taking me out of the game. It's about like a month ago, Jim Dolan had a kid kicked out of the game because the kid said sell the team was chanting sell the team at him. He had a kid escorted out the game. Yeah, something ain't right. 
something ain't right with that place. It, it, Money, it dog. Goes back to what we, it goes back to what we talked about, Money, about football. But bad. Organization. Mm. <laughs> they are. They, they are. They are a bad organization, man. And, and, and somebody else said it was like uh, I can't remember who I was listening to. It may have been skipping, uh, skipping Shannon. Um, mm-hmm. He was like, you know, the Cowboys again. He's like, the Cowboys is America's team. Their organization is is a part of the NFL. It's 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 a part of the allure of the NFL. He's like, and you only have to go back twenty five years, but you have to go back twenty five years for the last time the Cowboys won the championship. I was like, you're mm-hmm. right. I can attest to that. He was like, mm-hmm. you got to go back. 50 years, almost 50 years, the last time the Knicks won a championship. I wasn't alive. The Knicks last won a championship in the early 70s. 50 years, brother. (laughs) 50 years for one of the premier teams in the NBA. Or one of the premier markets, at least, in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. 50 years, bro. So, again, I, 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 I'm I, kind of – I was like, y'all talking about they can't because they said, well, the NBA can't make owner sell the team. Charles Oka said they made Donald Sterling sell his. <laughs> yeah, it sure did. It sure did. NFL made old buddy for the Carolina Panthers sell his. Yeah. It's been done before. I'm just saying, it's been done before. But nah, Nick, Nick's are bad, man. Why, Big Drake? This is what wrap it up, man. What what uh what what parting words you got for the family, man? Um I encourage people to pray more. Prayer will fix a broken situation. I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> I, I I'm gonna encourage y'all to especially pray. So I, I do. I, I was fixing to make a joke. I ain't gonna make a joke out. I, I want to be serious. <laughs> <laughs> it's a meme and radio show, man. It's all good. I, I want to be serious. No, I, I do. As we go uh, go into this uh, to this upcoming election, uh, pray for our country, though, um, mm-hmm. because even one, I've said this many times before. No matter who's in the office, it doesn't change who's on the throne. And so, mm-hmm. be constantly in prayer. Uh, that even if that means we have four more years of our current president and his administration, um, I think that's even more critical that we invite the Lord into every situation uh, that Ooh. we're dealing with. Uh, because as, as we talked about at the start of this show, um, people have allowed for years, for, for, for I guess for, for existence, to allow money to be the great equalizer or money to be the great ruler over how they treat and act people. And if that's your life, I encourage you to seek out a relationship with God. Because if you have a relationship with God, there's no way, no matter what your your net worth is, no matter how much your salary is or your income, there's no way you can treat God's people any kind of way. Yeah. And no matter what you believe or support politically, I will encourage you to before casting your ballot, don't look at your party. Look at Mm -hmm. your God. Yeah. Because if you look at that, you'll see in your heart, does your party and your affiliations align with your relationship? And Mm -hmm. if they don't, I'd encourage you to seek 
a new a new affiliation. Because mm-hmm. in everything I do, I want to make sure that the Lord is well pleased. And that doesn't mean that any political party has all the right answers. Uh, there are definitely things uh, in the Democratic Party I do not agree with. But ultimately, when I cast my ballot each and every time for whoever my candidate is, I try to look at what is your heart like. And if those, their mm-hmm. heart, I want my heart is for people. My passion is for people. And I want people that represent me to have a heart for people like I do. And that's tough to find in our current political environment. So yeah. stay prayed up, man. Uh, with this this coronavirus, uh, some of us country folk, man, don't believe that there's no corona created that can take us out. I grew up with, with drinking a, a ginger ale and going laying down somewhere. Fixed everything. Uh, but, <laughs> but please, guys, uh, whether you think it's a hoax or not, Wash your hands. Use hand sanitizer. Protect yourself. Uh, you should be washing your hands anyway. Uh, that's. <laughs> but, but you'll be amazed at how many people don't wash their hands. Stop being nasty. I wash hands. Wash your hands. <laughs> I just well, heard I the toilet flush, but I didn't hear the sink hands. come on. How I heard that's the toilet flush and didn't hear the sink come on. Tell me what happened. Yes. <laughs> Wash your hands, man. Stop being nasty. <laughs> Stop being nasty. Protect yourself. Hey, folks, we love you, fam. We'll be back at you, man, next week. Tune in to the, to the Made Me Ready show. Share the episode. Share the show with other folks, man. Maybe it'll encourage somebody, motivate somebody, or just give them a little laughter to get them through their week. We love you, fam. Thank you for tuning in. It's your boy, Kingpin, Big Drake. We'll holler at you. Peace. Yeah, yeah. So lonely, they ain't been on us. We gotta grind it out our own way. They always laughing at us now, but the W is coming. Going all the 12 rounds, yeah. Just in case you're wondering, better not count me out, yeah. No, better not count me out, no. So give me your shot, yeah, yeah. Get what you got, yeah, yeah. We will not stop, yeah, yeah. I got sweat in my eyes yeah. Probably been knocked down a couple of times yeah. You know I'm tripping, it's just part of the grind Seven days straight, I can sleep when I die You know it, you know it. Look into my eyes, you could probably see a lion <sighs> Nothing less than a hundred Or what's the point of even trying We got way too much heart to throw in the tap Can't wait too far just to give up now We don't believe in your math They counted us out, but they about to count in us now yeah. If we get a shot, that's a free throw Watch us still beat them, that's without a Chico Keep all your hate, man, it should be illegal Watch me get the W shot out of my people Know that your haters always be a giant We know that David always be Goliath They always underestimate the rookie Came out of nowhere while they wasn't looking We beat the eyes, they said that we couldn't Give glory to God, they said that we shouldn't Keep doing the things that they said that we wouldn't Underdogs, we gon' never yeah. stop running I ain't no. never gave up when the bottom felt so lonely They ain't paid on us We gotta grind it out our own way They always laughing at us now But the W is coming, going all the 12 rounds, yeah Just in case you wondering, better not count me out, yeah No, better not count me out, no So give me your shot, yeah, yeah Get what you got, yeah, yeah We will not stop, yeah, yeah Better not count me out, no, no, no 
If you got breath to breathe, then that's a blessing. Don't you ever let them bring you down. No, we won't ever let them bring us down. Gotta get back up, put both feet on the ground. All 12 rounds, we don't ever stop fighting. Never. Taking off now, we won't ever stop flying. Off for the king, praise God the Messiah. He gon' keep us going even when we get tired. Had some roadblocks and we know they won't come in. Track stars jumping over and on, we keep running. Glory waiting for us at the end of the race. You gon' get the crown, it don't matter how you place. Lord knows we gon' make it. Even though I know we facing a giant Remember you know that David be Goliath There's coming a day the enemy go silence Yeah, he gon' be quiet Yes, Lord, fear all around But we don't fear none of that Cause we know the one who be running that So we don't give up, where's the yeah. fun in that? I ain't never gave up Even when the bottom felt so lonely They ain't paid no nuts We gotta grind it out our own way they always laughing at us now, but the W is coming, going all the 12 rounds, yeah. Just in case you wondering, better not count me out, yeah. No, better not count me out, no. So give me your shot, yeah, yeah. Get what you got, yeah, yeah. We will not stop, yeah, yeah. Better not count me out, no, no, no.